Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to Pregnancy Confidential Week 39. Let's get this show on the road. Pregnancy Confidential is a girlfriend-to-girlfriend real talk podcast from the folks at Parents Magazine, where we have your back and your bump through all 40 weeks. I'm Dana Points. I'm the editor-in-chief of Parents. With me today is... Diane Dubrovner. I'm the deputy editor of Parents. And... Gail O'Connor. I'm a senior editor at Parents. We've all been through week 39. Congratulations. If you've made it this far, listeners, you've got yourselves a full-term baby. You have full permission to give birth now. Just, you know, remember to hit pause or stop on the podcast first. (laughs) If only it was as easy as stop and play and go. But, um, but, you know, babies like to come when babies are ready, and sometimes they are not ready. So, you know, you're probably getting your hopes up right now with every Braxton Hicks contraction. But by now, you also probably know what is a Braxton Hicks contraction, and you're not calling your doctor every time you feel one. So is there a way to help labor on its way? Sometimes. We're going to talk about that. But before we dig in... Let's get to the fun part. How big is your baby this week? So we probably don't need to even tell you, because you can feel it, that in week 39, your baby is the size of a watermelon. But it's also the size of some other really weird stuff. A giraffe's tongue? I have actually been very close to a giraffe's tongue (laughs) because I've been on a viewing platform at giraffe head height when a giraffe has come very close to the, you know, like at the zoo. Let's just say a giraffe's tongue is large. So, you know, this is a big baby about the size of a... A black-footed wild cat. But without the claws. Yes. Your baby's the size of a Virginia ham. But if you want to know more about what's going on with your baby and its development this week, be sure to sign up for our daily pregnancy email at parents.com slash pregnancy daily, and you'll get the scoop. And rest assured, we will move you right on to that baby newsletter afterwards. So you'll get the scoop on the first weeks with baby as well. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. At 39 weeks, you're probably tired of being pregnant. I know I was. And you're ready to meet that baby. You're so curious about what baby is going to look like. And, you know, maybe if you were one of the few people who managed to hold out and you don't know what sex baby you're having, you're really curious about that. You're within the week of your due date, most likely. And it's safe to think now about ways that you might kickstart the labor process naturally. 
more than half of pregnant women turn to alternative ways to hasten labor as they approach their due date. I did not, frankly. I mean, I'm just, I'm one of those people who's like, let's just let nature take its course. But some people are climbing the walls at this point. So they try all sorts of crazy things. The important thing is, even now, you have to keep an open line of communication. So don't do this without checking with your doctor or midwife first. But there are some some natural ways that you can kind of get things started. One of them is nipple stimulation. This produces oxytocin, which is a natural version of what they give you when you're induced, which is this drug called pitocin, right? Pitocin causes labor to start. And there's actually been research on this stuff. Um, they included in a, a review 719 women who were greater than 37 weeks pregnant. And they found that, I'm sorry, I'm going to laugh when I say this, nearly 40% of those who stimulated their nipples for one to three hours daily three had hours. their babies within three days. <laughs> okay, so I don't know who At these work. people are. Right? <laughs> I don't know who these people are who have time to stimulate their own nipples for one to three hours daily, but good luck to you if you want to try it. But really, 40% while only 6% of the control group gave birth. So that's a pretty substantial difference. Other ideas, ladies? <laughs> if you're not, something that will last a lot less time than one to three hours of nipple stimulation. My husband, you know, was definitely ready to tell me that sex was at the top of the list, and he had heard that that would be good. And so if you can manage, you know, logistically to, to still get it on, and it's yeah. it's possible. Well, that, it's that faster that will than an hour you. of nipper, nipple yeah. stimulation. Right. And then maybe you get a little of the nipple stimulation. But now, <laughs> that way. Yeah. Your husband is, is not far off, Diane. The, the, the research is somewhat mixed, though, dear listener. So there was one study that found, they looked at 200 healthy women. They found that those who had sex after 36 weeks of pregnancy were significantly less likely to go past their due date or require an induction. But then another study found no difference between the sexually active moms and the abstinence moms when it came to how long their their baby gestated. So, you know, the bottom line is if you have a low risk, you know, if you're not on bed rest or something, if you have a low risk pregnancy, um, hey, consider it your last chance to, to get some sex in before the baby comes. <laughs> Supposedly castor oil, if you can stomach it, and spicy food, if you still have a craving for Mexican, can help speed the process up in some women. There's certainly no reason not to have some spicy food as long as it's not going to give you too much heartburn. Has anyone tested I, that? I remember trying the castor oil because my due date came and went with each of my three pregnancies. The castor oil I could barely stomach, and it didn't work, no. unfortunately. No. I went a week or more past my due date with all three. Ah, uh, so. so did I. Mm -hmm. And someone said eating shellfish. I do remember thinking, well, you know, it would be nice to have a lobster, so I'll use that as an excuse. But I didn't try castor oil. I didn't try spicy food. You know what worked for me? Pitocin, which was administered <laughs> in the hospital by my doctor. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, there are some people who use herbs. Now, evening primrose oil, that is a natural supplement that you should definitely steer clear of earlier in your pregnancy. Some people take it orally in a capsule. Some people rub it on the cervix. Don't ask me how. They have really long arms or fingers. But, you know, <laughs> their thinking is that that can soften the cervix and help get it ready for labor. 
However, there have been a few studies that have not really found any evidence that it caused labor to begin any earlier. So same thing goes for red raspberry leaf tea, which is another popular but possibly useless labor induction method. And then, you know, there is something called stripping the membranes. This is not something that you can do yourself. Of course, it is a pretty intense, like a pretty intense pelvic exam. Not every doctor will do it. It can be painful, doesn't always work. If you're up to that point, you might be headed for an induction anyway. But basically, it helps separate the membrane that connects the amniotic sac to the wall of the uterus and causes your body to release prostaglandins, which are the hormone substance that kind of kickstarts labor. So that's if you really want to go the intense route. When I was pregnant with my first daughter, I was two weeks late. And I don't even think doctors let you go that long anymore. But there was a rumor in New York City that there was a particular balsamic vinaigrette at a restaurant downtown that was putting pregnant um, overdue women into labor. And I heard everyone was going down to have the salad. I never got down there. I was like, okay, I'm just going to jump up and down at home. Maybe that will speed things up. But in the end, I I had to get induced also. (laughs) Balsamic vinaigrette that induces labor. That's hilarious. Although I do think I got pregnant after a particularly fine restaurant meal. So... (laughs) I guess it it can help. You know, honestly, this stuff is all just a big distraction from what you're probably feeling right now, which is really trepidatious, nervous, excited, curious, a little frustrated that it hasn't happened yet. You're waiting. Um, I would say, like, rest, have yourself a good meal, kind of get ready because you're you're headed into, you know, make sure that bag is packed. You're headed into what's going to be a physically and emotionally rigorous and wonderful time. And you're going to want to be able to really focus on it and enjoy it. So don't get too hung up about your due date. Just kind of sit back and and try to relax. So I don't know if our listeners, would you try any unconventional labor starting techniques? Or do you just trust that your baby will come when, when your baby's ready? Tweet us at Parents Magazine with the hashtag Pregnancy Confidential. Let us know. This week's Relax You Got This is a reality check about losing your post-baby pounds. If you've had a healthy pregnancy, chances are you've put on at least 25 pounds, if not more, during nine months of cooking up that baby. It's normal. And no, it doesn't just all drop off the minute you push that little guy out, sadly. I actually gained closer to 40 pounds, I remember. And I was shocked at how little I lost delivering that baby. The baby was eight pounds. I think the placenta and water weight and all, I mean, it was still only like 12 or 14 pounds. And I, you know, I I was shocked, disappointed when I got on the scale and realized that I had not lost even half of that 40 pounds. So don't be too hard on yourself. You know, a week doesn't seem to go by without a study from some scientist about how critical it is that you have to lose all that baby weight before you have your second baby or your third baby and how... If you don't do it, you're going to be sliding down this slippery slope into a lifetime of obesity. And then it's not enough that you have that. On the other hand, you also have these celebrities who seem to snap back literally overnight. Hate them. I know, right? (laughs) But honestly, it takes anywhere from three months to a year or longer. And some people never lose every last 11 pound of that baby weight. Breastfeeding. What do you guys think? Does it help or not? 
I did believe it helped me the second time. And I was also doing an incredible amount of pumping because I wanted to have extra milk so that my husband could do some middle-of-the-night feeding. And I was freezing for when I went back to work. So maybe I sort of was breastfeeding double time, and maybe that helped. But I think it was a combination of exercise and eating and breastfeeding. I, I agree. The breastfeeding helped me a lot. And also the fact that my first was such a terrible napper and sleeper that it forced me into so much walking. So my husband lost weight along with me because we were just taking him out in the stroller everywhere. The weather was really nice, and we both lost a lot of weight that way. I think the research on nursing is sort of unclear. Like, there's some research that suggests it helps you lose weight. There's other research that says it doesn't make a difference. I remember eating. I was hungry so much when I was nursing. I was probably eating more calories to compensate, so I don't really feel like it made a difference. And I probably really still haven't completely lost the baby weight. <laughs> I know I went into my second pregnancy having not lost everything from the first. So, But, you know, honestly, don't sweat it too much, especially in the beginning. You, you have to eat healthy, especially if you're nursing, but even if you are not. And if you can try to walk yourself and increase your fitness level a little bit, there have been a number of celebrities more recently who are sort of starting to publish pictures of themselves where they haven't lost the weight. And I have to give those ladies a shout out because it's just so nice to see people being realistic. Do you guys have any advice beyond try to do a little walking around and try to eat healthy? It's so hard to sort of find the time to feed yourself. And sometimes you don't even really taste your food. You're just trying to literally get food into you so that you can do the next thing you need to do. And so I sort of tried to not think about food as one of the pleasurable things that was going to be in my day. Like if you just, you know, not go for the ice cream is one of the things that you can eat with one hand while you're nursing and, and really just sort of focus on the baby and all the other things that you have to do and, and just feed yourself sort of basic stuff. That was probably what I did. I remember dreaming a little bit about salads because they, you know, a salad is not like you really need two hands to make yourself a salad from what's in your refrigerator. So if someone would come over, they would make me a salad. It made me the happiest girl on earth. Also, if you could find a local group of moms to exercise with, you know, maybe you want to post on your local Facebook group, find other moms to connect with and do a stroller walk around the neighborhood. That can be very motivating because not only are you doing something for yourself and you're and you're working towards losing weight, but you're bonding with another mom and sharing your experiences and you'll be motivated to go because it's just so yeah. nice to talk to other new I mean, moms. You can't when you're stand a new mom. them up, you know, you have to go right. if you have an appointment to exercise. <laughs> mm -hmm. I found um when my baby my first child got to be you know, a couple months old, having the childcare at the gym was helpful because I could take him and leave him and usually he would just sleep right through it. So that was great. Was there anything about your body after baby that you thought was better than before? My bra size was significantly larger. Yes. <laughs> so you get those nursing breasts. I and and I remember having awesome biceps and upper arms from carrying the baby and carrying the car right, seat. You're that, strong. That bucket right? that buckles mm -hmm. into the car seat. So you know there is something to be said for that. And then just the supporting the baby when you're nursing. So there are some body things to look forward to: large breasts and nicely shaped arms. Right. It sounds good to me. So that's it for Pregnancy Confidential. Our producer is Sarah Abdurrahman. Thanks also to Laura Mayer and Andy Bowers at Panoply. 
Let us know what you think of the show. It's your last chance almost. You'll find us on Twitter at Parents Magazine, Facebook at Facebook.com slash Parents Magazine, or Instagram at, you guessed it, Parents Magazine. And if you like the show, be sure to tell a friend. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to leave us a rating or comment when you subscribe. It helps other people discover the show. Unlike other podcasts, you don't need to wait a week for the next episode. If you'd like to know what the last week of pregnancy has in store for you. You can listen to week 40 right now.